Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous. This is going to be our bonus episode, our sort of Merry Christmas, Happy New Year episode. I'm not sure what's going on. This was kind of just dumped on me. Thanks, Shy. I love doing it. So we're going to get into it. And as usual, I know a little bit about Warhammer now. Bricky has been doing a fantastic job of educating me, we'll say, on some mm-hmm. of the finer points on Warhammer 40k lore. So, Bricky, what's what's on the what's on the docket today? Well, I would like to say thank you very much for your compliment, because it seems that you are the only person here capable of doing so, as the most recent message sent by Quiet Shy is, go fuck yourselves, in the recording studio chat. So I can see that at least at least I got a 50% approval rate so far. <laughs> That's the nicest thing she's ever said to me. It truly probably is. But the holiday spirit us. is alive. <laughs> oh, right. We need to sh- uh, and then and then she comes up with don't forget to shill assholes. assholes you know, right. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to do that. Yes. Thank you so much to all of our fantastic patrons currently over at the Patreon of Adeptus Ridiculous. Not only just that, but we have hit a bunch of awesome milestones. 10,000 downloads in the last 30 days, which is Ooh. absolutely incredible. That's Way bonkers. surpassing our expect our expected numbers. Um, well, we have two hundred dollars on Patreon so far, which is two hundred dollars. That's pretty damn great. Obviously, the main goal is once we hit a thousand, we get weekly episodes, which will be super fun. Fifteen hundred mm-hmm. subs on YouTube. We got five hundred Twitter followers. It is, and it's only going up. No end in sight. They like us. They it's really so nice. Like us. Someone has to. Yeah, that's like 9,999 more downloads in 30 days than I was expecting. Good good work, everyone. <laughs> who was the who was the one? Me. Oh, just you? Not even me. Just, yeah, yeah. I was like, Bricky and Shy are too busy doing important videos that people wanna, you know? <laughs> it's just oh. me. It's oh, me. Oh, oh, oh yes, I'm I'm sure discovering every bug in Cyberpunk is a is a solid three hour video that I will be seeing quite soon. But yes, um, today we have a short episode. Uh, it is mainly to welcome us to the new year. And, uh, you know, I think we can speak for everyone where we say, piss off 2020. <laughs> Fuck you, 2020. It was easily one of the worst years ever. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm very happy that it is getting behind us. Um, obviously, 2021 isn't going to instantly fix all of our problems. But the hope is that at around summertime, things will start to get a little bit more return to normal. Would love to see that. Jesus. Absolutely. Uh, so with that, um, we are starting a very small topic. And I remember in episode two, since this, I guess, would be considered episode four. Episode mm-hmm. two, we had the war in heaven, the Necrons and the Silent King, which was obviously a very big, loud and angry episode. Um, mm-hmm. So in that spirit, I thought that, and it's also fun because I have him sitting right next to me, we will discuss a certain a Necron named character, technically two of them, but mainly about one of them, by a man known as Nemesaur Zandrek. Which, Nemesaur Zandrax, did Nemesaur, you say? Nemesaur Z-A-H-N-D-R-E-K-H. Nemesaur Zandrek. Wow, that sounds that sounds like a medicine commercial on TV, oh, without God. a doubt. It does. It sounds like a cough medicine. Nemesaur Zandrek is is actually a playable model on the tabletop. Uh, I have the um, I have him and his buddy currently to my right. 
Um, they've been around for a bit, uh, though they're not a very, like, over-the-top Necron character. They're not like uh, Imatech the Stormlord or the Silent King, where they have a whole bunch of lore. They have very little lore, but their lore is fun, and it's it's funny, and, and it's ironic because Necrons are pretty evil, but this guy might actually be kind of cool. It's oh. it's fun. It's kind of neat. It's a little bit more of a happy episode uh, in, in comparison. You know, it's like um, <laughs> I, I got I have the flu today, not syphilis. You know, it's a little different. <laughs> I was gonna say in in Warhammer, nothing's ever happy, but by comparison, it's pretty fun. It, this would be a lot of good times. So, um, Nemesaur Zandrek. If you're curious what a Nemesaur is, it is the Necron variation of like a general or an admiral or like a very high ranking person. Mm-hmm. So Nemesaur Zandrak is part of the Saltek dynasty, which is kind of like the, the main glowing translucent green silver color okay. that we all know and love. Um, it's like the standard Necron color scheme. Yeah. And he is a... Oh, God, how do I put this? Um, well, he is one of the greatest generals in the entire Necron like army. He is oh. a super intelligent Necron. He just has a slight problem. Um, during the Great Sleep... His mind got a little screwed up and and has a little bit of problems. Now, this happens to a lot of Necrons. Um, mm-hmm. Some Necrons thought, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wear the skin of my enemies for the hell of it. Uh, some Necrons were like, yep. Yeah, the flayed ones. Um, yep. or some Necrons are like the destroyer cult, which just want to see all life in the galaxy die. Also, like it's so it's like when you leave a computer alone for like ten thousand years, it's just not gonna work right. Yeah. Um, good old Zandrek, he's got Necron dementia, so he thinks he's still a flesh and blood Necron. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh! He he, he does not know that he has been gone into the biotransference, and he does not realize that he is a robot. He still believes that he is part of the Necron tier empire, way way back when. And he still thinks he is flesh and bone, and he believes that all the enemies he fights, chaos, orcs, humans, they are all simply separatists and rebels back in the old, um, like, inter-dynasty uh, wars before the war in heaven that they used to fight each other against. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, he just thinks... He just thinks they're all they're all like that. Uh, example, quote, uh, he has a buddy named Oberon. We'll talk about him in a moment. But he says, mm-hmm. see, Oberon, the Separatists come, attempting to outflank me just as they did the fourth battle of Vendalk. <laughs> How they calculate that daubing themselves green and roaring like savages will produce a different outcome, I cannot fathom. But it is of no account. Ready, my legions, another glorious victory shall soon be ours. I like this guy. <laughs> he's the best. So he's fighting off orcs, and he's like, "Why are they painting themselves green? What a bunch of idiots!" This is this is attack that won't work. Come on, I can see right through your rouge, your ruse, <laughs> your ruse, your ruse. They got that lipstick on, dude. <laughs> oh, oh god! It, actually, can, it's coral blue number thirteen. Ah, sorry. <laughs> you can put lipstick on an orc, but it's still an orc. <laughs> it's still an orc. <laughs> so. Even with this uh, Necron dementia he has, he's still one of the best, like, generals ever. He's mm-hmm. laughably intelligent. He's constantly, like, just with a word leaving his mouth, or whatever his mouth is now, 
like the Necrons will immediately go from the defensive to the offensive. They'll uh, they'll immediately find ambushes and and stop flanks. And he he's he's literally Mister Twenty Steps Ahead. He's such an esteemed general, okay. which is why he's generally kept in his high ranking position despite his his mental failings. Um, <laughs> but sometimes he will have some problems, and that's where we get our buddy Vargard Oberon, which. Whoa. I gotta be honest, bugs the shit out of me. His name is Vargard, V A R G A R D, not Vanguard. Vargard. Vargard. <laughs> it it triggers me so much. Like, no, you know, in Dead by Daylight, they, they have they have Ghostface, but his name mm. is not Ghostface, and his name is not the Ghost. He is right. the Ghostface. Mm-hmm. It's it's like that. It's just. It's unsettling. I don't like it. <laughs> they couldn't get the copyright for Vanguard, so Vergard. Vargard Oberon. Vergard. We we copyrighted it. That's our thing. <laughs> Varg Virg Virgil, uh, in his in his white lawn chair, uh, was a was a buddy of Zandrek, even back when they were still flesh and blood. He was his closest companion and bodyguard. And they both went into violent transference together. However, uh, Oberon did not lose his mind. He kept himself nice and solid, and he has tried and tried oh. to get Zandrek to realize what's going on with him, and he just he just refuses. Uh, yeah, he just do- he just doesn't get it. So he's kind of given up. But in that sense, because Zandrek is so weird, often some like upstart Necron lords will try to remove him from his position, and they tend to go missing or have Ooh. a war scythe in their chest, and as always. <laughs> The duty of uh, of Oberon to protect his, his grandpa uh, and closest friends. He's a uh, he's a very interesting character. He doesn't really do much. Oberon that is, but uh, on the yeah, tabletop, yeah. he also does have a model. And whenever you want, you can basically just teleport him directly to ne- uh, Zandrek whenever he needs him. It's it's pretty oh, cool. It's pretty cool. Very handy in the in the tabletop. It certainly can be. Just being able to pop himself over is really fun. Um, yeah, he's. He's really interesting, uh, and as a, as a bodyguard, he's just he's quiet, but he's very loyal. And especially when it comes to Nemesor Zandrek with his mental frailty, many people don't want him in his position. Right? They want him to to retire because he's not suited. Yeah, in forty k retirement is death. Like you can't ever stop in this world. No, and especially not when you're an immortal robot who doesn't think, who doesn't realize he's not flesh and blood. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> he he ha- he like he eats food, or he like tries. <laughs> he he has he has tasters to make sure none of his food are poisoned. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah, he has a bunch of Necron guys to taste his food, but. He- he, I Does think he, he try tries, to jam like food into his face? I I honestly don't know. He obviously hasn't eaten anything, um, but like he he like it's weird because he's a super honorable Necron character. He hates death marks, which are like um, snipers. He mm-hmm. hates the use of canoptic units, which are like um like slave robots. Oh, right, um, right. he he particularly really prefers the codes of conduct. Whenever possible, he will always make sure that enemy commanders are captured instead of oh. killed and treated as honorable prisoners. Um, which his royal court does not like at I'm all. I'm sure they don't. Yeah. <laughs> but he he likes to take he takes POWs. He he feeds them huh. <laughs> the food. He's so he's such a bizarre guy. Um, 
if I recall, he, I think he tries to sleep as well sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> he sounds like he'd have a great Warhammer 40k like sitcom. <laughs> oh, that that'd be fan. That that would be good. It'd be all of his like royal court. Like we got to get rid of him, and he's just constantly there. He's like, oh, what is wrong? Spoiling their plot. Yeah. What is wrong, fellow organics? How do you do? <laughs> How do you do, fellow organics? Catback, skateboard, right? <laughs> Old man dimension Zandrick is is the best. Um, but That's like, the yeah, his... idea for this week is the hatback skateboard. Xandrax. That's, that, the, that's the next art. This week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can, can I get can I get Oberyn? But like, can I get him like the Tyler One meme where he's really short, <laughs> it, right? It, right in the background where he's like he's like really scrunched. He's looking up at Xandrax. <laughs> that's two listeners. We need to see it on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, please, ridiculous. Please anyway, do because we've been getting fan art of almost every episode, and they've been ranging from really good and fucking hilarious. Yeah. They're absolutely great. Um, another great, uh, another great quote is after he just beat a Tyranid fleet, and he says, I- "I'm going to talk like he's. I'm going to talk like he's some pompous guy because it sounds funny to me." But he's like, "Another fine victory over the crude and disorderly Oberyn. It seems strange to me that the enemy general saw fit to lose so many wild beasts upon the field of battle. Their so-called <laughs> tactics become more desperate and barbaric by the day. So long as we stand tall, old friend, it shall avail them not. Onward." <laughs> He's, when you he's, when you talk about him like that and use that voice, all I can imagine is a Necron with a monocle and a stash that's just glued on, like a white <laughs> hunter stash that's all twirled up, and he's got like the hunter hat and everything, the the big brown one. <laughs> uh, he's he's like he's just he's just so old and silly sounding, and I, ironically, he actually has some of the strongest abilities on the tabletop for the Necron army. He. He's got this one ability. I'm, I know you don't play a tabletop, but for our listeners, uh, he has this one ability where if the enemy tries to use a stratagem, you can just cancel it, and then they can't Ooh. use it for the rest of the battle round, which is uh, basically two oh. turns, which can be particularly effective. Um, it, it's only once per game, but it's really, it's really good. And then he can like buff his units with like old school shouts. It's like aha flanking maneuver. <laughs> Um, though I will say, um, he does, there is a slight hint that maybe he's not actually as crazy as he is, and he might just be doing it for the sake of it. Oh, Um, really? Yes, uh, he has a quote, uh, and and I quote, says, even if we all cease to be flesh and blood millions of years ago, which of course I don't believe for a moment, Zandre (laughs) winked, wouldn't it have suited us better to live in denial of that, as some fools say I had done? Wouldn't it be better, Oberon, just to accept our fate and enjoy immortality for the everlasting life of merry campaigning it has proved to be? Wow. So he might, <laughs> might mean, not actually that, believe it. That quote, even with the wink, there's no way he doesn't know what he's doing, right? It, it, possibly. He's, he's very eccentric. Uh, he's no very, kidding. <laughs> he's very, very eccentric and a little weird. Um, I, I think, I think the writer of the book or whatever it was for him, he said it was loosely based off of his uncle, uh, who had Parkinson's. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, he's kind of like there sometimes and then not there other times. And he's very much backing and backing and forward, kind of just going oh. between. 
So that might be just one of his moments of like lucidity, because that that happens with like you know uh, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. Some days are worse, and then some days you have like a little bit of lucidity, and you kind of you kind of get like the bigger picture a little bit better. Yeah, I'm assuming it might have something to do with that. Um, and also, but it seems like even when he does have that like moment of clarity or such, uh, mm-hmm. he does seem like he's totally fine with it. Or it's like, oh, you know, that may be the case, but like, we're we we have immortality, and we can just keep on campaigning and and you know leading our our troops, and he really likes it. And so, in the yeah. sense, it's kind of it's kind of cool. It's kind of sweet in a in a silly way. It is. And uh, and really, there isn't a whole lot else about Zandrek. Uh, there's only one thing that I do want to mention, which is uh, a a really interesting battle that I think would be particularly cool to discuss. Um, so. Ooh. In the year uh, 813 in Millennia 41, uh, it was the escape from uh, Kenavar. And so basically what happens is that Nemesor Zandrek and his Tomb World armies invaded a Tau world, um, circumvented their planetary defenses in like two Mm -hmm. weeks, and and honestly just like just fucking demolished the Tau because Zandrek is such an intelligent man. He just slaughtered them. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it turns out that a White Scar company. Now, if you don't know the White Scars, they're a Space Marine chapter, and okay. they are they're very like Mongolian based. Uh, they have the the skulls and the big fur coats, and they're very big into bikes. They move at like Mach five. They they're born in the saddle. Jesus. They're super fast. They're they roll up like the entire army moves insane speeds. the 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 joke is that if a White Scar person stands still for five seconds, they start having a fit. Um, it's, it's just, I like the that's sound the, of White Scar though. They're like real cool, like uh, fur jackets and bikers, and I, I yeah, shit everywhere. White Scar sound cool. They are. They're all their main leaders are called Khans because you know Mongolians. Mongolian. And such, and yep. It, it's it's super neat. They have they have like a bunch of like ravens and shit. It's badass. Um, but uh, so the White Scars came out there also to murder the Tao. Because, uh, of course. Um, but unfortunately, look at that. There's a bunch of Necrons and just a huge amount of gunfire knocked down all of the White Scars transports from the Necrons and basically killed every single White Scar. But wow. I know, right? And these are Marines. These are not to be fucked with. Yeah, they're not just these little nobody soldiers that are just dinking around like they're serious business. Yeah, and they all got wiped out. Uh, not, not the whole chapter, but like their invading force, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, but Zandrek, being the the broke tier old man that he is, he <laughs> commanded that uh, Corsero Khan, which is the chapter master, I believe. Uh, wait, no, is he a captain? Um, oh, no, I think yes. he's the current chapter master, or he's master of the hunt. Okay, I'm not quite Ooh. sure what that. Basically, he's a, a, a high ranking White Scar and, and like a okay. named character. Um. He was actually captured uh, instead because, you know, Zandrek is the way he be. He takes um, prisoners. He feeds them. Yeah. And that's what happened. He treated all of his prisoners of war to a breakfast feast. Um, <laughs> along so with weird his. I know. <laughs> along with his royal courts. It, it was like a bunch of people. It was some Tau commanders. It was Corsero Khan. It was an Eldar Ranger. Uh, that's a pretty famous one. There's a bunch of these dudes, and they're all POWs, and he's like, you have to eat. Come, eat with my royal court. 
it's, it's funny weird. out of out of all of the ridiculous things you've told me about Warhammer with like the torture and the Eldar. I'm like the most ridiculous Warhammer thing I ever heard is this fool's treating them to a breakfast. They're like, eating Warhammer? breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm like that's ridiculous. This is it a breakfast no of sense. eyeballs and 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 the bones and flesh of his comrades or something? Like there's got to be something crazy. It's like nah, it's bagels and cream cheese. That that certainly is is a is a good question though. I do wonder what they actually would be feeding. Yeah, them. What did what did they eat? I don't know. He doesn't eat. <laughs> He's a necron. What did he feed him? I, I I don't know. Scarabs. Um, Ew. I, I well, can, the necrons have scarabs as like a, a unit. Ah, uh, they they have these little like little bugs that like affect like mandibles and shit. I don't. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but uh, apparently during this this. This breakfast, um, I you know, the, all these POWs were there, and they all attempted to, you know, escape, because why the hell wouldn't they? Right. Um, but our good buddy Vargard Oberyn is, an, is a goddamn king, and uh, with his giant, like, Necron War Scythe, just killed every single POW in the entire <sighs> room. Because Nemesaur Zandrick went out to, I don't fucking know, have a smoke or something. And um, and Necro and Oberon just went to town because they were like trying to escape, and, and often Oberon kills them anyway, and says they were trying to escape because it's <laughs> not a good idea to not? take POWs. Yeah, to the Necron um, hierarchy. Yeah, yeah, sure. But right after sinking his war scythe, like dead in the Eldar Rangers, like um, fucking like side, uh, mm-hmm. which actually he he survived this. Uh, it's a whole story. He eventually like left and returned to his craft world. I think his name oh. is uh, Lilic Nightspear. Kind of a kind of a cool That's Eldar. A cool name. Yeah, it's a really name. cool name. Um, but uh, after that, he was basically about to probably kill the Khan as well. But after that time frame, Nemesaur Zandric actually had been watching the whole thing from afar oh, and no. being so impressed with the Khan's bravery. In, in trying to escape and all, he told Oberyn to, to leave, and he let the Khan leave. He, just, oh, he, he wow. let the White Scar captain go. He just let him go. He's like, you can go. Bye-bye. I, I get the feeling that eventually comes back to bite him in the butt. Well, unfortunately, the humans are xenophobic assholes. So um, it, it, it has right. not come back to bite him in the butt, but it might, because after the Khan returned to his planet, he put his name in something called the Scrolls of Vengeance. Which uh, the white, the white scars like to like to do like hunts because they're yeah. they're they're um they're you know it's Mongolian style they they go out and they find something they have the great hunt you know yeah. um so his name is on the great hunt list so eventually they will go back to kill him because uh, he say, did scroll of vengeance is very on the nose for what that thing is for. yeah <laughs> it's very on the nose I mean they did kill like all the white scars there so yeah yeah it, he it's, deserves it's fair it. enough but at the same time. It's pretty cool. Like, it might be an honorable hunt, but they're still going to try to kill him. Um, the the I, I was, Eldar... I was really hoping that Oberon just killed all of the people at breakfast, and then there's this really great scene of uh, the guy comes back in, and he's like, oh, we haven't even had pancakes yet, and then just roll credits. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the good old sitcom, sitcom. Zandrick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That see that I can imagine I can imagine Zandrick trying to have like a cigar and he keeps on like accidentally just pushing it into his metal face and it just <laughs> he just can't smoke it. It's like it's like What's Bender from Futurama. 
He's so stupid. It's it's quite it's quite enjoyable. He's a uh, he's, he's great. He's wonderful. He's a fun. He's a fun guy to talk about. I like him. He. I really. I really wish there were more stories about him because it's it's a particularly interesting concept to roll around with, um, especially because he kind of has a, a more joyous like feeling. He's not just unfeeling, unthinking Necron murder. He's very kind of like, come on, let us fight. It is time to kill the separatists. They're they're a fantastic duo. I hope I get to see them more often in maybe a game or something because I can imagine, I can imagine. You know, you know, it'll be fun. I can uh, give me some kind of like, uh, like army of two shit with with Zandrek and Oberon, <laughs> where you can have Oberon be like this close quarters guy, and you can have Zandrek in the back command and shit. That'd be that'd be a great co op game. That would, but there, there's, there's not enough. Uh, there are not enough humans in that game. I don't think Warhammer's gonna do it. There's not enough uh, space marines. Well, you can always be killing the space marines. Oh, that's true. There you go. Yeah. GW. You had, you had that. Uh, yeah, that Tau game where you you fought uh, humans the whole time. Is there really a Tau game? Yeah, it's called Fire Warrior. It was like the PlayStation One or Two. I think it was PlayStation oh. Two. It, it's it's really bad. <laughs> I, I would not recommend playing it, but uh, the game is it, you do fight the Imperium as Tau, and it's a it's a nice change of okay. pace, even if the game sucks ass. Well, that was Nemesis Andrek <laughs> and Vargard Oberyn. They're um they're great. They're a fun fun duo. I I'm actually really excited because I have both the models. Um, they're kind of bad models. They're uh, very old. They they're made of resin, uh, which is oh. g- generally means they're old. Uh, but they. Yeah are cool and i'm excited to uh to use them in like a game at some point because they're they're pretty neato um i I think i I think i have some comments for us to read or for me to read for Uh, you to read for me to read specifically oh all of my fan mail well i guess i guess i I, I guess i guess i if i I gotta uh okay so the first one she sent me is from P.S. Tone, uh, and they say, dudes, this is my new favorite podcast. I wish it was weekly. The dogs get extra long walks when it drops. Oh, well, that's Aww. that sounds like we got to we got to hit some some one thousand dollar Patreon goal to make this shit weekly. Yeah, I would love for this to be weekly, by the way. I'd be so down. Um, we have so much we could talk there, about. I was going to say there's so many different. Uh, Warhammer topics that it would be so easy to make this weekly too. Like there are so many other Necron, like like just Necrons alone. We've got like Anarchir the Traveler, Trazen the Infinite, Imatek the Stormlord. We, we have so many other major named characters that we can discuss just in the Necrons alone, and, and we haven't we haven't even begun Marines yet. <laughs> we haven't even that's begun. True. We haven't even delved into them. Like that's so much. <laughs> So yeah, I would I would adore this to be weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Obsidius says, "Ad Rid is my new favorite podcast. I could and did listen to it for hours. I love how Brookie explains stuff in a simple and entertaining way, so that even people that aren't knowledgeable about Warhammer 40k can understand stuff easily. I cannot wait for future episodes. I also love how Brookie explains stuff in a very simple and entertaining way. It's 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 been very helpful getting into Warhammer and all of the all of the insanity and and there's just so much Warhammer stuff that it's great to have a uh, an entertaining guide that makes it just real easy to grasp. As as people who have uh, played plenty of Warframe, 
and been like, oh god, what the fuck when it comes to Warframe's lore being conv convoluted and stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm glad That's I'm glad that we've only we've only gotten worse. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we have some just in general comments here. Uh, Bob Collins says, please keep these coming. Absolutely loving them. Thank you. Uh, Trelena Bloodwin says, this is my favorite new weekly podcast. Listen to gives me something to look forward to. Smiley face. Uh, Lucas Grant says, I love this and will cherish this for as long as I live. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Okay. 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 Calm down now. That's, that's, that's going to be some hard praise to live up to in episode five, but okay. Uh, Juan Dugnak says, you guys rock. Keep the episodes coming. And seven says, loving this podcast. Cannot wait for more. Seems like popular opinion is we're doing we're doing an okay job, and I'm happy because I do think we have cornered a, a solid part of the uh, the Warhammer market in this thing. There's not a whole there's a lot of Warhammer lore podcasts, but a lot of them kind of expect you to know a little bit about Warhammer, and oh, yeah. uh, damn, that's hard sometimes. Yeah, it it really is. Um, as someone that has been. I've I've tried on and off for like the last two or three years to get into Warhammer, and it always seems so daunting because it's just like, where do I start? What who who is this? Why do I care? And then it's like it's like, oh yeah, start with this person. It's like, well, this event has like thirty million other things that tie into it, and it's all very confusing. And it's it's nice to have a place that just sort of wraps it up into a nice sort of entertaining, easy to understand package. So I I have been thrilled. Uh, with these with these uh, episodes same here it's been it's been more than than uh fun it's been, it's been more than uh, uh than, than a good time being able to explain it all and uh if i recall actually our next major episode episode five is going to be i think the crusade of the emperor am, am i mistaken Ooh. i think that's actually our, ne our next one um which is a pretty important event. Uh, it generally is the how the Imperium was founded, and that's uh, will help lead us into many, uh, many other topics. <laughs> I was gonna say that sounds like a pretty big deal. It is. Um, it is a tad bit. The uh, yes, the unification that's be wars. That's gonna a nice branch off point. Yeah. Yes, the unification wars and the Great Crusade. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a decent amount of starting off. <laughs> okay, so this has been the Adept Ridiculous podcast, a originally supposed to be short episode, but we kind of made this more of a medium episode. Um, yeah. Number four on Nemesaur Zandrek and Vargard Oberyn. Uh, if you'd like to support <laughs> us, there are a numerous amount of places, but the main one would be the Patreon at Adeptus Ridiculous on, well, it's patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous. Uh, if we reach $1,000 a month, we will be doing these weekly to bring you some more Warhammer content, because do not worry, we have plenty to discuss. Oh, yeah. Yes, we do. Uh, besides that, Codices and codices full. Oh, my, yeah, oh my God, yes. And, and they keep on getting more. Um, and also, if you'd like to support us in the various other areas, you can check us out on AdeptusRidiculous.com, where you can find us on all the different podcast services, Spotify, Apple, and every single other one. And also, we have a YouTube channel now, too. If you want to hop on to the YouTube channel, Adeptus uh, Ridiculous on YouTube, you can watch these as well if you're more of a YouTube watcher as opposed to a podcast person. And uh, that's also, you know, a fine thing as well because naturally uh, we would get ad revenue and such from the YouTube channel. Uh, so that would also support us just as much as all the other major sites do. So, DK, where can they find you? 
Oh, you can find me everywhere except Instagram at DK Diamantes. On Instagram, it's real DK Diamantes. And yeah, go support all those places that Bricky just said. And uh, as for me, I am Bricky on literally everything else, Twitch, Twitter, etc., except for Instagram, which I am Bricky IG, because the guy or the girl with Bricky won't take won't let me have it. Little asshole. Yep, I had the same problem. Yep. <clears throat> um, that's all right though. I was, I was gonna pay them money and everything. Um. Whoa. Hey, that's the best way to do it. Just offer them some cash. <laughs> I wasn't gonna pay my copycat. Uh, just, just be like, hey, <laughs> give you a hundred dollars or like or fifty dollars or something to change the goddamn name. And then, and then nope, the, it's and too important. Sometimes they'll be like, all right, fine. Um, besides that, though, uh, also for Shy, uh, you can find Shy over at Quiet Shy or Quite Shallow, depending on where she is in the world, and because uh, she's everywhere in the world. And we will see you on the next episode where we talk about a uh, Jesus-looking man conquering the planet. Woo! <laughs> Looking forward to that. <laughs> That's a hell of a thing to leave on. <laughs>